Sharonda McDonald led the nation in stolen bases at Texas A&M. She once tied a NCAA record with 73 consecutive stolen bases. She played, then coached in the Women's College World Series. She played professionally in the United States and Italy. She coached at Ohio State, Florida, LSU, Texas Tech, and now she's the new head coach of Campbell Softball. In her few moments of spare time, she flips houses. Seriously, we talk demo and wet saws. This is a coffee with coaches you don't want to miss. Coach, the first question I'll ask you is, you don't do coffee and in a business that you have to be on for long hours and that, how do you keep your energy going? I don't know. <laughs> I've never I've never gotten into coffee. Uh, my mom would drink it every single morning and like when I was growing up. But it's, I like the smell of it. I just never got into it. So I guess it's just fine to save me some money because Starbucks is kind of pricey. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good. Let's go all the way back. Tell me about um, where you grew up and how you got a love for sports. Um, well, I grew up in Houston. Um, so born and raised there, and I was just always really active. I think my mom, um, she wanted us to be active, so she encouraged us to be in sports and be in whatever we wanted to be in. Um, when I was seven years old, I came up from school with the flyer and uh, said I wanted to try softball, and so she put me in it. And then the next, since then, I've been playing. Next year, my sister's got in it, so always have played since then and have played at, like almost every sport. I just love sports in general. Um, grew up playing basketball, ran track, volleyball, so I did it all. What really attracted you to softball and how, once you started playing it, how did you love that one more than all the rest of them? I think it's because I was good at it. Um, I played pretty much all of them through high school, and then towards my junior year in high school, I was getting recruited pretty heavily for softball and track. Um, so I couldn't, I still was undecided around my junior year and then um, decided the track workouts were too hard. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I've always just loved softball. I love the skill part of it, um, the challenge of it. Um, so it's always been a sport that I've loved. Your softball career took you to college, not too terribly far away from home in College Station, Texas A&M, where you were a four-time All-Big 12 selection. Tell me about your collegiate career. Oh man, I loved my experience at A&M. It's, um, if you know anything about the school, it's a, a really unique place. Um, I got to play for a really, really amazing coach who's still a really good mentor to me. And um, uh, I just loved my experience there and, you know, getting to be somewhat close to home. My family had an opportunity to come watch me play. Um, and then I just made some lifelong friends there that we I still stay in contact with that are just so awesome. So it was it was a great experience for me to go to school there. What's so special about Texas A&M for those that don't know? Um, it's very like, tradition-oriented. So it's all about the tradition. Um, it's all about paying it forward. It's all about doing the right things. And that was just the culture for the university. And that translated into the softball program, too. So um, I got a lot of cool opportunity there and got, a lot, got to have a really cool experience. So that's what I feel like I want to give to the players that I get to coach. Like That's my whole goal is make their experience here at Campbell just amazing. They look back on their four years and they think, wow, that was a cool time in my life. Your collegiate experience took you to the pinnacle, to the College World Series. What was that like? Man, there's nothing like it. It's so cool. It's it's really hard to explain. You just have to go experience it for yourself. And I think even if you go as a spectator, you kind of, it just feels different. Like you walk into the stadium and you just, you just feel the excitement. Um, I remember 
you know, as a player pulling in on the bus for the first time and getting off, like taking my first step off the bus and just kind of looking around and like, man, we're here. And it's just so cool. And you walk into the stadium and there's just thousands of people. There's not another softball venue. I think that's as big. So you won't play in as front as many people as you would ever at the World Series. And you just walk in, everybody's high-fiving you. And it's just so cool. During your collegiate career, you led the nation in stolen bases one year. Tell me about your proficiency on the base pass. What does it take to be a good base stealer? Um, you got to be able to run, so you got to have some speed. Um, but I think a lot of it, I had pretty decent instincts, which really helped me. Um, so, when, you know, one, picking the counts that you want to run in and the situations. And then um, I was pretty good at reading pitches, too. So um, if a pitcher threw a changeup or if I could tell the ball was going to go down in the dirt, I, my jumps were pretty good on that. So I always tell people, if you want to be a good base stealer, you have to have a good start and you have to have a good finish. So your start has to be good and your slide has to be good. You can't be a bad slider. <laughs> Leading the nation in that is amazing, number one. But number two, at a point in your career, you stole successfully 73 straight bases. Wow. <laughs> Did you realize that when it was going on that you hadn't been caught in months slash years no no idea <laughs> i remember when i stole the when i stole the i guess 73rd one they made an announcement so i'm sitting on second base i'm like oh that's cool <laughs> i think you just when you are a player and you love doing what you do you just play and then the results are just the results so you just are who you are and i just went and played softball every day which is something i love to do so i don't think i ever thought about what I was doing, I just knew this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to be good at it, and I was going to do what I needed to do to be good at it, and I just played. Do you remember attempt number 74 when you got caught? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Tell me about that. I'm sorry. So many good things. We could have talked about 73 other times, but I'm going to focus on that. I just remember because my coach being so mad, but um, <laughs> I remember we were playing Texas Southern. We are at home. And I slid into second, and the umpire called me out. And I thought I was safe. You know, you always think you're safe. But I legit thought I was safe this time. And so he calls me out. And the shortstop was even like, oh, really? <laughs> that was the part that was bad. So it could have been a bad call. But <laughs> it's probably one of those calls that could have gone either way. So I definitely remember, like, just because of that. Wow. Of course, before instant replay. So we've got some controversy. <laughs> you could still be going. You could have made triple digits. Yeah. And your coach was mad? Are you serious? Well, I think because she wanted for me to. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she wasn't mad at me, but she was just kind of mad at the situation and yeah. that she wanted for me to have, you know, these successes. <laughs> <laughs> Your career after college, you kept playing softball professionally. Tell me where you went in your professional career. Um, well, so when I finished up my eligibility, I went and played. Well, actually, yeah, when I finished my eligibility, I went and played in Philadelphia. So I um, played there for my first summer, and that was kind of my first time to go away from Texas, really. Yeah. Um, so it was different. It was, uh, I wouldn't say a culture shock, but a culture shock. Yeah, <laughs> Philadelphia and Texas are about as opposite yeah. as you can get. So it was a great experience for me. And again, getting to meet some like com some different players from all around the country that are just the best players there are, you know, as far as competition goes and skill level. And then now you're, same game you've always played, but it's on a different level, so it's a little bit faster. Um, so I went and played in Philadelphia for a summer, um, came back, finished school, and then um, decided I wanted to keep playing, so went back to Philly. 
um, and then came back to Houston where I started my coaching career at Texas Southern. And so I was coaching and kind of playing at the same time. Um, after that, I went over to Italy and played there for wow. about six months. Yeah, it was cool. That was a great experience and came back and took my first job at Ohio University. And um, so I wanted to continue to play and the head coach there was very supportive. So I went and uh, played on the Akron team because it was close by and I can kind of recruit and play at the same time. So I played in Akron for three summers. Um, and then I went um, down to LSU to coach uh, and decided, you know, I'm probably not going to play anymore. And then yeah. kind of got talked into playing again the next summer. <laughs> so I went and played with the Pride um, to finish up my career. Yeah. Playing that summer in Italy, what was softball like in Europe, number one? And then number two, what was Italy like? Oh, man, it was so cool. That was, that was my first time to leave the country. And so to me, it was just, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm like a big risk taker, but I'm willing to go try things and do things. So it was a little bit of a scary moment when you first get on the plane. And you're like, what am I doing? Where am I going? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? But it was great. Um, my team was awesome. The president of the team is someone that I still communicate with and help them out with, you know, getting other players or anything wow. like that. And yeah, they're so great. And they, they treated me so great. Um, I wouldn't say the competition or the level of skills is high as the United States, but it was still very competitive. Uh, all the players, except probably one, all the players on my team spoke English, so that helped. Yeah. <laughs> but going around town, you kind of pick up on some Italian, and it's it's great. Like, we only played on the weekends, so we played a doubleheader on Saturday and practiced during the week. And wow. so we would take off and get on the train and go travel. And I had one other roommate, and she was Hawaiian. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, so it was great. We had a good time and just played softball. That was, was awesome. What was the coolest thing you saw over there, either in Italy or in your travels, if someone was going over to that part of the world? What would you recommend? Um, I mean, just go everywhere you can go. Florence was probably one of my favorites. It's I love history, so um, there's so much history over there. Yeah. So just traveling and then just, I think, the relationships and getting to know the girls, too, because everyone's so different. So it's so cool just kind of picking up on the different culture and just like throwing yourself into it and just embracing it. Like me and my other teammate, we learned the Italian national anthem. <laughs> oh, yes. And so our teammates thought it was the coolest thing that we would take the time to learn it. Right. But for us, it was just like a fun thing to, you know, just immerse ourselves in the place yeah. that we were at. So, yeah. Wow. The professional summers that you played over in the United States, what's professional softball like over here? Um, it's super competitive and... Um, the players are just so talented. And you think about our college players, how they continue to get better every year. And even, you know, by their senior year, they're not at the peak athletically where, you know, just how women is how we develop. There's there's still more growth. Gosh. So going into the pro league, you see these players that are just even more talented. Um, they're just they're just another level. And the game just speeds up just a little bit more. Obviously, the strategy doesn't change from college to the pro league but it's just a little bit faster I mean even the first few weeks of the season every year the umpires just struggle a little bit because they don't their eyes are deceived like what yeah. they are used to seeing doesn't quite happen the plays just happen a little bit faster or that runner is a little bit faster You're like she shouldn't be able to beat that out but she does you know so even the umpires take a second to catch up from the college game but uh, it's just it's really competitive it's it's fun because um, it's softball um, but those girls get after it so it's awesome um, you had told us that kind of your playing career and coaching career overlapped, but as you were coaching, what sucked you in to that career in this life? 
Because, um, I mean, it's softball. I just love it. I have no other way to explain, but I just love it. And I think um, being able to play and coach at the same time was a huge benefit for me because I could, you know, feel something and do something as a player and then go back to my players, you know, while coaching and say, like, listen, this is exactly what it feels like. I understand. Let's make this adjustment. So I think I had that ability to, like, get on the level that they were on because I still played and you know have some empathy and and share like what I thought they should be feeling and I think that really helped me as a coach Um, because sometimes I think we as coaches we kind of forget what it feels like and we lose that you know empathetic part of it but to me that was huge to be able to you know continue to do that and and grow as a young coach too because I was still pretty young in my coaching career and trying to figure it out too so I think that was a huge benefit for for me. And you actually were I think your first head coaching gig was actually the professional team, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You might as well just start off at the top, huh? <laughs> I was definitely, it was definitely a little bit intimidating going into that because, you know, there's a few players that were even older than me, you know, and um, they're just so good. Um, but it's not so much that you have to really coach them. It's more so you just manage them. You just, you make the lineup and you put the pieces together the best you, you think for the talent that you have. And um, and those they're so professional like they show up to practice they know what they're doing um, we just put it together for them and organize it for them but you know they they run the things themselves for the most part in your coaching career these stops it's sort of the you know who's who of softball ohio state texas tech lsu florida what did you learn at being at these big power five softball programs um i think i you know the cool part about all these different places is they're all so different and I got to work under, you know, different coaches that are also different, but that are also amazing and, you know, in their own ways in so many ways. Um, so I feel like I've become little pieces of all those places that I got to got to be at. Um, but I mean, there's, it's just so cool that you, that I've gotten to go and, you know, experience a culture here and a culture there and, um, and just some really quality people that are still, you know, good friends to me that have helped me along the way that are still helping me to this day. So it's awesome. You uh, interviewed for this job in June um, this summer. You're just really a a couple months on. When you go back to the interview process, what made you feel like Campbell was the place for you to be a head coach? Um, Well, I, you know, I wasn't necessarily looking to move from Ohio State. um, But when Bob Roller called me and he was kind of, you know, telling me about what, he planned to do with the softball program here I was like all right I'm intrigued I'm listening you know you think about you know some of the places that I've gotten to be at and some of the resources and you know you think power five and um, you know some of the players that you can attract to some of those places um, just because you know of all the things that they have like in my mind I wasn't necessarily thinking like let's go you know quote-unquote mid-major but when Bob started talking about you know all the resources they want to put into the softball program and all the things that they want to do here, I was like, all right, I'm listening. And as soon as I got on campus, I was, you just get the feels, you know, like um, it's all, you'll hear players say during the recruiting process, like I stepped on campus and I just knew. It's kind of the feeling I had here too. I just got here and it just, it felt so good. The people were all so nice. Everyone's so nice and so helpful. And um, it's just a great place. A lot of challenges too, uh, starting late um, in the process of of getting here. What has been your your, your challenges here early? Um, for sure, I think you know recruiting, and that's always a challenge, no, no matter where you're at. But um, 
the softball recruiting has really sped up. So people are, you know, committing players that are pretty young. Um, the rules are changed now, so that hopefully that should help some things. But, you know, I just had to jump in and, you know, for sure, you know, first of all, you know, talk to our current players um, and start making connections and contacts with them and figuring out, you know, what's the deal? Um, and then, you know, getting in touch with our incoming freshmen, you know, figuring them out and then, you know, trying to get a chance to see them play. Uh, and then the most important thing to me was trying, obviously, um, trying to see our, you know, our 19 class, which are now seniors, because they have to make a decision soon about signing, you know, um, so making decisions on those guys. And then um, most importantly, was hiring a staff, you know, and trying to get the best staff around me that I thought, you know, was best for Campbell and then, you know, best to mesh with me, which I think I've done a good job of. <laughs> when you think about being a head coach, what are your philosophies? What makes you you? Um, I think most of it is is keeping the relationship part in mind, um, keeping the part in mind that, you know, our, our real job is to grow these girls up, is to, you know, for them to come here and have a great experience, but to help them grow as women so that they, when they leave this place, they love their experience and they also feel equipped to go into the world and be good human beings and, and um, you know, and meet the goals that they want to meet. Um, so I think keeping that in mind always is a huge part of my philosophy. And then just the, you know, the coaching part of it, you know, I obviously love speed, um, but you have to have a balanced offense, you know, so I like the speed, I like the power, you know, I like, I like numbers, I like uh, fundamentals, we're gonna do the little things right, you know, I've already, it's been, you know, barely a day and a half into starting practice with our team now, but we're already starting to preach about details, like that's, if we're gonna take care of anything, we're gonna take care of the details, and at the end of the day, the big stuff will take care of itself. When you uh, have free time, which I can't imagine that you even have any close to any. What do, what do you do? What are your hobbies? Oh man! So everyone's always so surprised when I talk about this, and no one understands how I have time to do it. I don't either. But I like to work on houses. <laughs> so like I've flipped a couple of houses, and so I'll just Jeez. move into them and live in them, and and like just fix them up so I'll do like I just tiled my floors here in my living room when I got here so I bought a house and tiled the floors and I just like to decorate and you know paint the walls and redo cabinets and I yeah so that's what I, I do like I'll do all the demo and the tile work and the woodwork and all that stuff what that's- about that attracts you to flipping houses and doing all of that work I don't know because sometimes I'm in the middle of something I'm like what am I doing (laughs) (laughs) but I've always been like creative like that I've always liked to make things and I think I'm more so like the process of what I started with and then the end result of seeing where I got to and I just think it's so cool and then along the way I the problem solving piece of it is what my brain really likes because you come across things all the time that don't go right so you have to figure something out and so the problem-solving piece, I think I really like, and I get excited about it. What is, in a remodeling project, what is something that's a lot easier than people think? Oh, man. It's or is all, there anything? I think you can do, I think people think it's intimidating, but you can, you can really do 
you can DIY. It's possible. I learned everything on YouTube. You can learn anything on YouTube. <laughs> like people will look at tiling and be like, a wet saw, but <laughs> it's intimidating. But if you just try it, you learn it's really not that hard. It's time consuming and it's like, it's work, but the actual like ability to do the work is not that hard. You just have to not be intimidated by it. When you were describing rehabbing a house and uh, kind of changing things and having a plan and demoing and build something up and making it something different, is that a parallel to coaching? It really is. It really is. It's, it's you know, it's to me, it's all about a process. Um, say you get a player that you're working with offensively and, you know, as a coach, your job is to see the potential. Your job is to see, you know, first of all, start with the, the product you have. And, you know, when they come to us, they are who they are. You know, we're not going to make them into someone they're not. So we see where their strengths are, we see what their weaknesses are, and we're going to build We're gonna build on those strengths that we think that they have. And we make a judgment about where we think they can get to. And so we set a plan from point A to point B. Um, so it's all about the process. And for us, it's, you know, the better coaches figure out a way to make the process the best for that player. And then when they get there in the end, it's so cool. It's like that light bulb moment when they have it, it's, that's the best part of coaching, I think. Um, but you can't get there without the relationship. You can't get there without the trust, without that player feeling like they can trust you. And I think that's the coolest part. First of all, gaining the trust and then seeing the progress. What are you most excited about? You are a Division One college head coach for the first time. I know, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> It's so crazy. It hasn't, has, it, has it sunk in yet? Here we are in the softball offices sitting in your office. I think I'm, I'm there now. It took me a minute because, you know, in the beginning I'd go to, you know, type an email and, you know, you write, you know, assistant coach. And I'm like, oh, wait, I'm the head coach. <laughs> <laughs> delete, delete. <laughs> so it's like little things like that take a second to, to sink in. But, you know, I, I'm excited. I I think um, one of the hardest things to do to make the jump from an assistant to a head coach is is getting over the fear that you're not ready to do it. It's getting over the fear that you that you used to have more to learn that you know maybe it's not the not the right time. But you know, like my faith is so big to me, and I just I feel like God has just equipped me for this moment. Like I feel ready. I, and if you would have asked me if I felt ready before I took this job, I would say I don't know. But, you know, sitting in this position now, like I just I feel like God has given me every piece of equipment, every piece of everything that I need to be successful. Um, do I feel like I have 100 percent figured out? Like, absolutely not. But I feel like I have what I need to get it figured out. Your interview is head coach ready. Just to let you know, you oh, already okay. got that nailed down. <laughs> OK, good. Thanks. Well, hey, thank you so much for the time and uh, best of luck. Thank you so much.